We live in a very mobile world. Everyone is in a hurry to get somewhere. Throughout Scripture, God often taught people the greatest lessons along the journey. Today, we continue with Scott Pauling, our study through the great journeys of the Bible. Our prayer is that you will rediscover the adventure of walking with God. Every trip is not a fun trip. And today, we've come to one of those great journeys of the Bible that is great in the fact that God teaches us some great truth from it, but it was not enjoyable for the man who was making the journey. Now, the story is said in 1 Samuel chapter number 22, and uh, the short story is that Saul is pursuing David. David is literally on the run for his life. You know, a lot of us live on the run, running here and there and everywhere, trying to get things done, but it's different when you're running for your life, when you know the enemy is at your heels and he's after you. And uh, during this season in David's life, he wrote a number of the Psalms. I would challenge you to study all of the Psalms and try to uh, see the connection between many of the Psalms and the historical setting. Uh, but the setting of 1 Samuel 22 connects to one particular Psalm. It's Psalm 142. So if you'll permit me today to walk you through Psalm 142, I think we'll learn some things about what to do when you're on the run. When the enemy's after you, you see, some of you think that the enemy's after you today. Uh, maybe the devil's getting you, giving you fits. Maybe some critic is on your case. Maybe your flesh is hounding you. And you feel like all of the, the demons of hell have been turned loose on you. Uh, the Bible says in 1 Samuel chapter number 22 uh, that the person that was seeking David was seeking his life. Uh, he didn't just want to uh, hurt him a little bit. He wanted to kill him. And I want you to know that the devil wants to devour you. He wants you gone. So what are you going to do when you're hiding in a cave, when you're running for your life? Do what David did. Listen to the words of Psalm 142. Let's just walk through it. The title of Psalm 142 is a prayer when he was in the cave. So here's the prayer. Are you ready? Number one, I cried unto the Lord with my voice. With my voice unto the Lord did I make my supplication. I poured out my complaint before him. I showed before him my trouble. Number one, when you're on the run, when the journey is not so fun, when everybody seems to be against you and everything seems to be pursuing you to try to destroy you, number one, pour out your complaint to God. Turn your complaint heavenward. Turn your complaint into prayer. We say to people, don't be a complainer. Look, the one time you can complain is to the person who can do something about it. The Lord can do something about it. So turn your complaint into a confession to God. Just tell the Lord. Lay it all out before God. Cry out unto Him. Now, that's not typically what we do, is it? When things are not going well, what do we love to do? We love to tell everybody else. We love to grumble and groan and complain about what a hard time we're having. And let's just get real. Here's why. We like pity. We all like pity. We want somebody to pat us on the back and say, God bless you. You're having the hardest time. Probably nobody's had it any harder than you have. But I'm going to tell you, what you need is not pity. What you need is God to break through. And that happens when we pray. So number one, turn your trouble to prayer. Read on, verse 3 of Psalm 142. When my spirit was overwhelmed within me, then thou knewest my path. In the way wherein I walked have they 
privately laid a snare for me. So what does he do now? He goes back to what he knows for sure. And I tell you, when you're on the run, when everything in life seems a blur and difficult, go back to what you know for sure. He said, my spirit is overwhelmed. But in the next breath, he says, but you knew my path. God knows right where you are today. The Lord has his eye on you, friend. He knows your need better than you know your need. He knows the end from the beginning. He knows exactly what he's going to do. You may be overwhelmed, but he is not. No, he's higher than you are. And so when you are totally overwhelmed, think of this. He is never overcome. And you're not overcome either. No, you're, you are an overcomer because Christ is with you. The Lord is with you. Go back to what you know for sure. Number one, make your prayer to God. Number two, go back to what you know for sure. Read on, verse 4. I looked on my right hand, and behold, but there was no man that would know me. Refuge failed me. No man cared for my soul. I cried unto thee, O Lord. I said, Thou art my refuge and my portion in the land of the living. Attend unto my cry, for I am brought very low. Deliver me from my persecutors, for they are stronger than I. Here's a third thing. When you're on the run, don't look at people. Look to God. The temptation when we're having a hard time is to try to find help in others. And that's immediately. That's natural. That's what David did. He looked to his right. Nobody's there. He looks all around him. Nobody's there. Where can he find help? Look up. Look up. Lift up your head. God is where he's always been. God is able. He confesses in verse 6, they are stronger than I. Now that's true. Your enemy is stronger than you. But let me tell you who he's not stronger than. He's not stronger than your God. <laughs> so if you're going to come to the Lord and say, Lord, my enemy is stronger than me, turn right around and say, but Lord, he's not stronger than you. I trust you today. I've marked in my Bible, in verse 4, the little expression, no man. He uses it twice. No man would know me. No man cared for my soul. Maybe you're living in no man's land today. That's okay. It's all right. Sometimes in life you go through a separating experience where there's nobody there but you and God. But always remember this, God is there. And so maybe no man can help you. No man understands it. Nobody gets it. The Lord does. In Psalm 142 verse 5, I've marked the word thou. We move from no man to thou. If you're living in no man's land, if you're walking through no man's land, if you're journeying through no man's land, remember this, the Lord's everywhere. Get your eyes on the Lord. And then let's end where David ends, Psalm 142, verse 7. Bring my soul out of prison, that I may praise thy name. The righteous shall compass me about, for thou shalt deal bountifully with me. I said to you when you're on the run, number one, turn it into prayer. Number two, go back to what you know for sure. Number three, get your eyes off people and on the Lord. And number four, live in faith and begin praising God. Do you notice that the psalm does not end with despair, it ends with hope? That in the psalm that seems to be so shrouded in darkness and dark circumstances, a little glimmer of light shines at the end of this tunnel. In verse 7, he believes God's going to bring him out of prison. He's coming out of this. He's not going to stay in it. He believes that he's going to praise God's name. He believes that the righteous are going to compass him about, and he believes God is going to deal bountifully with him. I love that. He didn't just believe he's going to endure it. He believes he's going to enjoy it in the end. That he's not only going to have enough to come through, he's going to come through with victory. He's going to be able to rejoice in the end. It was Lester Roloff, I believe, that said, sometimes you can praise your way through things you can't pray your way through. And maybe you've been praying and begging and pleading, 
why don't you stop today in faith and just start praising God? Say to the Lord, Lord, you know where I am. You know the cave I'm living in. You know the Saul that's after me. You know the weakness of my own flesh, and you know nobody knows. But Lord, I praise you that you're still God. I thank you that you're bringing me through this. I give you glory that on the other side, you have much more for me. I believe that. And in faith, begin to give him thanks and praise. I tell you what it will do. It'll turn your heart. If nothing else, it'll change your attitude. And I got a pretty good idea. It may just be the very thing that will turn your circumstances. You see, there's power in praise. When you enter into the presence of God and start to rejoice in who God is, you unlock all of heaven's resources. Are you tired, weary, spent, out of breath, about to collapse, living on the run today? Turn it into prayer. Go back to what you know for sure. Get your eyes off people and on the Lord and begin to exercise faith and praise God. I think you'll find that the Lord will meet you right there on your journey. Thank you for joining us today for this time in God's Word. For additional messages, resources, and helps for your Christian life, visit us at scottpauley.org. We hope you will share the broadcast with a friend and plan to join us again next time on Enjoying the Journey. Thank you.